Blog Talk Radio. Let's keep it and another chance to come and share with you through this medium of airwaves. This is the It's Real Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James. I am joined by my ride and live partner, Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you today, my love? I thank God, fight up everything that's changing around us that God is still giving me the strength to endure and the love to continue to love and keep on persevering and moving on. Amen. 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 How are you, beautiful? You know what? I am awesomely blessed of the Lord. I really am. I just thank and praise him because in this trans transformational season of life that I find myself in. He is such a a solid source of um, guidance and strength and directions and I'm just I'm grateful. I am seriously, seriously grateful to God. Definitely, definitely. So, you know what, I was having fellowship with the Lord this morning, and I was so grateful just to be able to have fellowship with him one-on-one in time with him. And I realized that I can't do without him because it's not getting easier in some spots. It's getting harder. And sometimes we look at our lives and wonder, are we going to be able to make it to the end? Yeah. And then we have to still remember when he said he'd never leave nor forsake us. And those scriptures that we remember saying and reciting so many times, it's time to say them now, because we need him even closer to us as we endure the different lifestyle changes that are going on in our lives right now. You know, I'm thinking about um, the beginning of the year, and, you know, we talked to the listeners and we encouraged everybody to seek the Lord for their personal um, word for the year. We, you know, New Year, everybody runs to church to get the word for the year, et cetera, et cetera. But God is a faithful God, and He will give each of us our own personal word. And my personal word for this year was transformation. I remember it um, very clearly transformation. 
And I am really, really feeling that the totality of what that word was in my life. There is so much transformation going on, so many different, uh, in so many different areas, I should say, of my life, there's transformation happening. Um, And I know you're experiencing um, likewise. And so today what was in my heart to talk about was, excuse me, navigating through the various different seasons of our lives, because our our lives um, change, our our lives um, take on so many different um, stages, um, looks. Just you know, it, it's amazing. It's really really amazing when you really think about what God does with within us and through us, through the various stages of life that we walk through. And it's just, you know, I, I just I just really have had that on my heart for many different reasons. Number one, just for um, our seniors, our senior seasoned um, listeners and, and children of God that trans, transition in ways that you know, as a child, you probably laughed at, you know, um, different transitions that were going on in, in people's lives around you, in your parents' lives, in your grandparents' lives, different situations that, you know, you could see unfolding and uncovering in, in these different individuals' lives. And now, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but now we are in those stages of life that we saw our parents in, we saw our loved ones in. And so it's not quite as funny (laughs) now because we're living it as it was when we were looking at them and them living it. And I just really, I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to, um, I want to be able to laugh about it, but I also want to understand or and help our listeners understand that there is a serious side to it and we don't take that lightly. We do definitely, absolutely, positively recognize the seriousness that our lives take um, through the different stages of life. And even just the conversation you and I were just having, it you know, life life throws us some some challenges. You know, things that we weren't expecting, things that we didn't ask for. Um, I I put up a post the other day, and I really, I promise you, I meant it in a humorous way. And I think a lot of the people that saw it thought that I was putting it up because I was feeling some kind of way about myself, and that was so far from the truth. It really, really, it was put there in a, a place of humor. But the, the post said that I find it very funny at this stage of my life that, you know, for years I, I'd struggled with my weight and, you know, went through various different changes to get my weight down. I'm grateful I'm at a place right now with my weight that I really, really love where I'm at. I love my size right now. But I saw a picture of myself when I was larger. And I looked at my face and the plumpness of my face. And when I looked at it, I laughed because I said, you know, all these years of trying to lose weight to get to look a certain way, when if I had just kept the weight on, I wouldn't be worrying now about wrinkles, (laughs) okay? 
wrinkles in my face and wrinkles in my neck because if my face was still plump and fat, it, the wrinkles wouldn't be there. And I really, I promise you, I meant that in sincerity to be humorous. And everybody was like, oh, you're beautiful. You're stunning. Don't worry about it. And da 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 da. And I'm like, okay, y'all missed the picture. <laughs> All right. It's not that I was down on myself. It was just a matter. I really, and I was serious. I thought it was funny that we, you know, we go through different changes in life. We, for me, let me put this, I'll, I'll carry myself as the torch in this right now. We go through stages in life where when you get to a certain place, um, you have your own personal highlights in your hair. You don't have to put highlights in them. They're already there, Right. You know, your face starts to um, take on character that you didn't really ask it to do. And then gravity sets in in certain parts of our body that, you know, you're like, um, I, I don't think I called for you. <laughs> you know, you begin sagging here and sagging there and what have you. But it's like for many people, it's a very, very difficult time of life. It, it's, um, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Um, and for so many, it's it's a negative time of life. Now, I, to be, I'm going to be really, really honest with you. I'm embracing mine, but it's been even a journey to get to that because I remember earlier this year or end of last year when I took some pictures and I told my husband, I was like, oh, he didn't he didn't retouch the pictures. I need to get these pictures retouched. And he was like, why, baby? You're beautiful. And I'm like, he, and I'm like, no, look, I can see things around my eyes and different things. And he was like, babe, you're 65. <laughs> it was the way he said it, like, get a clue. You know, it's like, you're not going to look like you looked in your pictures when you were 20. Okay. And I had to, it took me back. I had to kind of step back and think about that. Um, because he, it wasn't a put down and he really meant it when he said I was beautiful because that's his his picture of me, but it really, it made me step back and say, you know what? You're right. You know, you're absolutely right. I'm 65 years old. I need to own that. I need to embrace that. And so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Like how, how we walk through the transitions of life um, through the different stages. It's like when you're young, everybody talks about your youth, um, and they put you down because you're too young. And then, you know, you get older, and now there's a struggle because you're older, and how do you navigate through that? And it's just, it's like so many different things that we go through at different stages of life. And so, like I said, I just kind of wanted to talk about transitioning through the various different stages. Um, as we get older, our bodies don't do what they used to do. They don't look like they used to look. Um, we become caregivers for either our parents or our spouses. Um, things just, they, they change. They change. Um, dear friend in, in um, Las Vegas who lost her husband earlier this year, I think about her and the fact that, you know, they were so close. When you saw one, you saw the other. They even dressed alike. She made clothes for them. And, and how it's got to be very difficult for her um, in this time, this season of transition, because everything was connected to her husband. Her life, her, her life literally was connected to her husband. And so, you know, it, it's, it's got to be a very, very um, 
trying time. And so, you know, it's like some of it we can we can make light of it, we can laugh about it, but then some of it it's like it's really hard. It's really, really difficult. I know even for my husband who, who has health challenges and, you know, just dealing with that sometimes is like, mm, things aren't what you envisioned them that they were going to be at this stage of life, you know? So that's, that's where I'm at. That's where my head is at. So that's my opening for today's show, sis. What you got? I love the opening because transition is not easy. Transition is a lot of different processes, growth, um, changes. Um, I, I, I can probably use more words, but it's not easy. And what you said, I laughed because I did see that on Instagram, and I was like, you're beautiful. And I woke up one day and realized, what? You know, I'm not 20. <laughs> I'm what? I'm dang near almost 60, mm. you know, and your hair is getting thin and you're putting it on one side and then that's getting thin and you're clicking over on the other side. And before you know it, you're buying products, trying to click it down and buying black paint, trying to mark it down, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and doing everything you can just so you can feel that same vibrant look when yeah. in reality it's about accepting where you are and that's not easy sometimes. And, you know, that's where sometimes people give up, sis, and people – don't want to go on um, when your memory, you know, when you, you're not remembering things like you used to. We're in a world, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like you're saying, I struggle with mm-hmm. my weight going up, struggle with my weight going down, struggle with sometimes want to have something to drink, struggle with sometimes not having to drink, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, you're like back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. But I thank God, because when I sat before the Lord this morning, I told him, I need you. I just had to sing that song. You know what I'm trying to say? Look, giants are still being slayed. Yeah. The dead is still being raised. Yeah. You still, even when Easter, uh, Resurrection Sunday passed by, I was like, this is a new time of resurrecting for a lot of different people, a new season, a new change, a new everything. I'm doing something Mm -hmm. different on my job now. I'm working a totally different time. I got to lay down totally different. I used to stay up to 11, 12 o'clock. Now I got to be in bed no later than 7, 7.30 because I got to be up by 3.15 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and then on one day I have to be up at 1 in the morning because I got to be there at 3. But I thank God and my husband looked at me and he said, huh. He said, I said, what? He started laughing. He said, what is God doing with you right now in this season? What is it that you kept saying you didn't have enough time for and now he's getting ready to give you time? I was like, that's really powerful. Seeing different people doing different things, not closing, seeing the sun go down, blackout drapes when you got to go to bed early and the sun is still up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say to you? Mm-hmm. Your kids call you because something's going on and this is going on and the gas and, and you work at the grocery store. And it's hard for me because you guys, I change tags now twice a week in a grocery store. One lady said, do you notice a difference? I said, would you, it would be different if it was by 10 cents. 15 cents, 3 cents, 4 cents. This is by 6 and $7 with certain things. Wow. She said, what? I said, like that. So understand that we're in the interim of change. We woke up and literally life changed the way we know it. Yeah. It's not the same anymore. 
Nope. So I was talking to my husband today, and we were talking about different things, right? You know what I said to him? See, you keep, it's easy for us to keep going back to the past because we remember when eggs was a certain price. Mm-hmm. We remember when chicken and pig feet didn't cost nothing, a dollar and some change. Now pig feet, $7 and $8 a pack for three. Girl's crazy. And that's one foot and a half. Mm-hmm. So ribs. We were there when nobody wanted that, when it was cheap, when you was able to do things like that. But guess what? Now, you're going, mm, maybe not ribs this week, maybe ribs next week. It used to be a time you didn't mind throwing a big old big hoorah and having everybody come by. Now you're going, whoo, can everybody bring a dish? Okay. So changes are being made, and we have to understand that. And we're not the same people that we used to be. There's no, no way you can live in life right now and be the same person. Mm-hmm. And I had to say to my husband, see, we keep going back to our kids, you know, and telling them things. Know why? Because we remember how it used to be. They don't have a clue. I was, we were watching a show together one day, sis, and the man said, um, check this out. He was talking about some stuff, woo 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 And he said, you keep talking to us like we should know. We don't know anything about cell phones. And, 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 and different pages and stuff. We were born when all this is going on. So all we know is technology. That's all we know what to do. And that made sense. So when people call me now, I don't care. They can be white, black, candy stripes. They can be customers or whatever. When people call me auntie, I have to realize, wow, I'm getting old now. When people say elder, I'm sure. Or when people say different things, you realize, wow. They call my mom mother mm-hmm. of the church. I'm like, wow, this is powerful. So what I'm saying is we need to be okay with where we are because I promise y'all, I know it was a lot of people that walked into 2022 and go, this is going to be a different year, hallelujah. Praise God, this is going to be a prosperous year, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm looking and going, what you saying? My husband's got to have what? With his heart, why? Two years ago, you said it was okay. Now you're telling me it's not? Now I'm watching them going, be careful. Don't overeat. Well, when he used to go outside, ain't say nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Now when he lays down, he lays down too hard, I'm going, babe, you okay? Mm-hmm. Well, I ain't think nothing about it before. So even when you're at work, you have to be mindful. And what I'm really trying to be mindful of is love trying my best to love people and be patient with people and understand what they're going through because everybody don't talk about it like we do. Everybody don't have anybody to talk about it sometimes. That's true. There's people all the time, and I'm telling people all the time, you don't know how many people out there y'all is medicated on drugs, on alcohol, on something, trying to cope. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't know how many people. I promise you. And when I thought when it was time for me to have to take me a little something, I was feeling bad and guilty. And then I found out, if, I was like, dang, I'm just adding to the percentage. Man, please, when you start to talk That's about people and then you start you comparing drugs, yeah. well, I was taking such and such, what you taking? And you're looking at them like, I had no idea you were on drugs. Don't smell that. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, I have to take two, two and three things. To keep me calm, I'm like, wow. What I'm saying is life is changing as we know it. And it's like a wave. And you, when you wake up in the morning, you really have to make it in your mind how you want to start that morning. 
And I try to do everything I can, you guys. I promise you I do. I'm not telling you. There's some good days, some bad days, some battles, some storms. There's all kinds of things. Like you saying, Seth, I remember me losing weight one time, and I realized I don't like that weight because when I looked down one day, I was like, where did that extra, where did that come from? And I realized me being a little bit plumper made me look a little rounder, and it did not even see that. Like you saying, I kind of laughed when I seen your picture because I go, I know how that feels. Mm-hmm. You want to lose weight because you want to be cute, and then you realize at our maturity, losing weight now means sometimes what? Sometimes it don't make you look younger. It's different. There's a difference. So There's we a have a difference. Right. So like you're saying, you know, a lot of us right now, my 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 condolences for your friend. I don't even want to imagine. I'm just being honest with you. Losing both of my dads and everybody is gone. The other day, since I was literally, I was sitting down going, Mother, I miss you. You don't know how bad I want to call you up on the phone. Just, just wow, let it go. Mm-hmm. My daughter sat down and talked to me today, and she came down to see me. My baby, and I was like, what's wrong? And she looked at me and she goes, Mom, life is hard. And I'm really taking a beating right now. And I'm trying my best to hold on and be strong. But I don't know sometimes. So I'm I'm just feeling this sort of kind of way. And I have to say, rest. There was a time somebody would talk when she came, no, you ain't coming down, you did it. She's like, Mom, can you wash this? I'm washing clothes. I'm cooking dinner. And I got to be up early in the morning. But that's my baby. And I realize time is changing. And I realize mm-hmm. she needs me right now. And I realize mm-hmm. I have to change position. And I have to realize I have to try to make two people happy now, thinking about my husband and worrying about my child. And now I'm mom, and I'm, sometimes you feel like you're in the middle, and you're like, I got to make a decision because both need me. And sometimes I need myself. Yeah. And, man, I, I'm telling you something, Seth. Even sometimes when I'm at work, before I know it, I find myself, I'm like grabbing an energy drink. Now I'm sitting there going, Tanya, come on now. You can't be doing these energy drinks. So I'm going, before I know it, wow, look what I've done before you even know what you've done. And now you're realizing your prayer is different. Sometimes I just can't say anything, Seth. I just sit before God and I cry. Well, I just yeah. sit before God and I don't say anything. And you know what I said to my husband the other day? Could somebody please tell me what's wrong with me? I asked you that once before, sis, but I still have to ask myself the question. And you know what he said to me? I said, what's wrong with me? Why don't I used to care about Resurrection Sunday. I used to be dying Easter eggs. I don't care if kids are around. I love Easter egg hunts and blah, 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 and buying this and let's go to church and blah, 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 blah. Why don't I? It seems like I don't care. Is it not that I don't care? He said, no, you're getting older, and it does not matter. Hmm. And that's the difference when it, you don't care or it does not matter. You start looking down and saying, why am I loading up this house with a house full of furniture? I went today and went to the dollar store so I could start me a little project. And I was like, hey, I can do this. Instead of having to go somewhere and spend, then $70, $80. It used to be, you guys, you can go out there, I promise you, and purchase little bitty things. I just literally spent $85 on three three air filters, air filters for my car and two cabin air filters, one for my one to one car and one for the other. I went and got an oil change the other day, and a man said $85. And know what he told me? I said, mm-hmm. so, um, how's my air filter? Oh, we don't check that no more. What? 
well, we don't want to break it. What do you mean? What did you charge me $85 for? I'm just driving Kia. Not a Benz. And you're telling me you don't even check my air filter? So just to change the filter in my oil, you charge me $85 when it used to be 40 something What? I was literally in a shop. Oh, that's crazy. To, to this one customer looked at me and said, yeah, go in on, you can purchase an all-time um, filter, blah, blah, blah. And it was like so normal to me. I was literally looking at this man while I was getting oil changed, like, why are you guys, I, I feel like I was being ripped off. And he's going to be like, this is the new age now, man. This is what you paid. So all I'm saying, you guys, transition is not easy. It's growing pains in it. I don't care what age you are. It's some tears, and it's, you know, you get up some days and you're hurting. You get up some days and you just don't feel like it. You get up some days where you have to push yourself to believe no matter what, it's going to be all right. But it's worth it. When, especially when you're listening to the people around you. I got one friend that had to leave her husband with two kids. Sister, you have something extra? I got another person to tell me they rent went up, and they don't know if they're going to be able to survive next year. But I'm asking the Lord, I don't want to depend on nobody taking me. What? So there's people going through things. But he keeps giving me that scripture says, and I'll end it with this one. He's not one by the swift or the fastest. But he that endures to the end. And in Ecclesiastes, when it says it's time to season under the sun for everything, one thing it don't say, out of everything, is given up. That's not an option. So stay encouraged, you guys. It's not easy. You, you're big, you lose weight, then you realize, man, people looking at me, I didn't expect all that attention. Oh, my God, I don't want this. Then you are you you gain weight and you're like I can't get in my clothes. I, I I've never been like this before. You know what my husband tell me all the time? You've never been uh, 58 before. This is true. I go, why is this happening? Because you've never been this age before. That's why it's happening. Stay encouraged. Thank you for that opening, sis. Um, and and thank you for adding to it, because um, the words you gave were were very very poignant. My next thing that I really want to bring out is the fact that um, as we embrace these various seasons of life, we have to understand that we are not the same person we were in the season prior to. You were talking about you know the the new norm kind of situation where prices are up and everything is going on, here's here's something really important to consider. If we're in a new norm, if this is a new age, if we are in the midst of transition, why are we trying to handle it in the same way that we tried to cope and handle the last one? Because if it's a new season, if it's a new transition, then there needs to be a new strategy and a new way to handle it. We can't, if if it takes me back to the word of God that tells you do not pour 
new wine in old wineskins because if you do, the wineskins will burst. So you need new wineskins for the new wine. I'm saying this to say, in these new times that we find ourselves in, in this new transition of what the norm is, We've got to become relevant to the times. We've got to become relevant to the seasons and embracing um, the newness of life that we find ourselves in, the, the situation. I, I, was, I was just meeting with a friend of mine I hadn't seen in, a, in quite some time and, um, and just setting up and talking, and she's in the midst of ending a 25-year marriage, and I have... Um, another coworker that just started working um, at my company a few, probably about a month and a half ago, and she's in that same position, ending a 25-year marriage. And it's just like, you know, and this is not by death. This is by divorce, but it feels the same way. It still feels like a death because you've been in the situation for so long. The difference is in how you embrace the situation. Because um, my friend that I met with today, she's a pastor, and she was like, in the beginning, you know, it was very difficult, but then she realized, she was like, you know what, Lord, I'm going to hold my head up. I'm going to stay true to your word. I'm going to stay true to the calling upon my life. I'm going to hold my head up. I'm not going for the foolishness that my husband is perpetrating out there. I'm not going to align myself with that. I'm going to continue to align myself with the things of God. And I'm going to keep it moving. It's like, but what God has strategically done for her is given her the grace for this new season. And this is what I'm saying. It's like if we're going into a new season of life, be it that you're going into your senior years or being it that you're going into from a, a married situation to a single situation or vice versa, from a single situation to a married situation, because that's a transition too, y'all. Trust me. Believe me. Okay? Whatever the new season is that you're entering in, maybe you're coming off of a job and, and starting your own business. It's a transformation um, of, of entrepreneurship. Or maybe you're becoming an empty nester. Maybe your children are now grown up and moving away. The last one has left the house. And you feel a little empty because your life was, was filled with taking care of your family. And now that family has greatly reduced. Whatever it is. Maybe you're young and you're just coming out of college and now this is a new season because we leave, like, like for, the, for our young people, we leave home and we move to college, and that's a transition, but we still are dependent on our parents nine times out of ten, even through the college years. But then when you get out of the college years, now people are looking at you and expecting you to be a responsible adult, expecting you to go out here and stand on your own two feet. And so that's a transition. There's so many different transitions we go through in life. But the most important thing in the midst of these transitions is keeping our eyes on the Lord. It's making sure that we never, ever forget how strategic God is. Never go into a new season with the old 
Everything becomes new. All things become new. You are a new creature in Christ. Maybe you're transitioning into a relationship with God. All things become new. So as you're going into your new season, there needs to be a new mind alignment happening within you. There needs to be a new heart alignment happening within you. And there needs to be a transition in your relationship with God. That relationship needs to become stronger and deeper and more profound with every transition in life you make. With each new season that you ascend to, there should be a new level of your faith and your commitment and your relationship with God. It should be new. It shouldn't be the same relationship you had. I remember when I first got saved, I could think that it was done. I mean, it was just, it was amazing. And, and, and hear me now. My first few months of walking with the Lord, my personal life was did a, a, a 360, turned upside down, okay? Did, I mean, just like, OMG, I thought it was supposed to get better. Everything got worse. And I get it. It was the enemy trying to hold on to me. But here was the key. In the midst of that upside down season, what it caused was me a pushing into God all the more. It wasn't just enough to walk up to the altar and, and say the sinner's prayer and confess him as Lord. I had to push into him to get through. And with each new season of life, I have walked with the Lord. It'll be 34 years in September. With each new season in life, there has had to be a greater pushing into him, a greater level of faith, a greater level of commitment, a greater level of relationship, a greater level of intimacy with him for each new season, season each new transition. And this is the key. This is the key as we transition through these seasons of lives, seasons of between health and, and, and sickness, seasons between lack, poverty, and wealth, seasons of, of thinking that you need to be sitting in a corner somewhere beating your head up against the wall because you really feel you're losing your mind versus that season of perfect peace. All of these different transitional seasons that we walk through should have one thing in common. There should be one common denominator. And that one thing, that, that one thing, that one thing, that will I seek after. <sighs> That's the word, is to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That one common denominator that every transitional period of time that you walk through, the common denominator should be a greater intimacy and a greater revelation of who God is in your life, a greater revelation of who you are in God, a greater revelation of the strength that God has graced you with to get through the new season. And the reason it should get greater, because it's glory upon glory, precept upon precept, here, there, here a little, there a little, line upon line. Everything is a forward projection. The word is forward moving. So our relationship with God should be forward moving. And that's why the intimacy, the closeness with him should grow with each season, with each 
season. And so that's the, that's the key of getting through the transitional periods, of getting through that time of feeling isolated and alone, of getting through the uncertainty of, well, what does this season hold? What, what should I expect out of this? God, this came out of the blue. I wasn't expecting it. Well, you weren't expecting it, but God already knew about it. That's why it's so important to stay pushed into him. I, I was talking to my prayer team last night, and I was like, do you honestly think that God runs, um, uh, is sitting up in heaven going, oh, my God, she did what? Oh, oh you got to be kidding me. What did he do? That's not what God is doing. God already knew. He knew what you were going to be facing. He knew what you were going to have to walk through. He knew what you were going to do. And he made himself available to you to get through it. He made a means of escape. He made um, a means of strength. He made a, a, a wall of protection around you so that you could safely navigate through the new you, safely navigate through the new season. But you'll miss that if you find yourself disconnected from him. You'll miss that if you don't fully embrace that he's got you. Because you'll be so busy worrying about, oh, my God, what if? What if this happens? What if that happens? What if I lose this? What if I lose that? What if I'm not able to do this? You're going to lose the beauty and the gracing and the blessing that he has created you to be in the midst of the situation. Let me say this. As we enter into new seasons, as we enter into new phases of life, we are not going to be the same. I don't look like I looked at 20. And even though I've lost weight and I thank God for my body size right now, I don't look like I looked at 20. The body has a different proportion to it. I'm literally only 10 pounds heavier than I was when I was in my 30s now. But I don't look the same because it's proportion different because I'm now in my 60s. Things change. And what we cannot do is strive to go back to the way we were. We spend way too much time concentrating on the good old days, the good old days, how we miss the good old days. We're playing the oldies but goodies round and around and around we go. <laughs> when we got to let it go. Let the past be just that, the past. I understand we had some good times back in the day. Yes, I had some great times back in the day. But whatever I had back in the day needs to stay back in the day because I have some incredibly blessed times that I want to focus on on the here and now. And I can't do that if I'm stuck back in the day. So we want to encourage you. To focus on the here and the now and what God has for you. It, it's, it's, 
there are, there are things that we walk through that make it very difficult to focus on what's going on right now because right now you may only feel pain, especially if you've lost a loved one, especially if that's the transitional period you're in. It's hard, but that's why it's so vital that in this hard season, you're pressing in to God so that he can be your strength, so that he can massage your heart, so that he can help you heal to get past this very moment right now. I did a master class on um, Friday night for my seasoned women. Season, season, I call them seasoned, sassy, and audacious women. <laughs> But in that class, I was saying saying that, you know, this is a time that God has graced your life with elegance and wisdom. And this is a time where you need to go and pick those dreams back up. Pick up the vision that God has given you. He gave it to you a long time ago, and life happened, and so you laid it down. And because of that, you felt it was over. It was beyond you. And I'm here to encourage you to say, Mm-mm. I am stepping out in, in, in ways right currently that I dreamed about years ago, but it didn't happen. But I've come to that realization now that is for such a time as this. I remember when I discovered who my biological parents were at 63 and 64 years old, something I, well, I'd want to know who my biological mother was all my life. And my question to God, once all the pieces started coming together and I found out who these individuals were, why now? Why at this stage of my life is this happening? Why? Why? There's got to be a reason. One thing I knew, I know about God. He is not a God that just throws stuff up against the wall just to see if it's going to stick. That's not the God we serve. He is very, very precise and strategic in what he does. So it was like, okay, why now? He reminded me the other day, he said, look at your season of life that you're in. This is your season of accomplishment. This is your season of discovery. See, each season has its own particular gracings that come out of it. And as he said that, I had to think about it was after I turned 60 that I got my bachelor's degree, 45 years and a day after I got my high school diploma. It was after 60 that I got my master's degree. It was just last year, again after 60, that I got my doctorate. Here I am at 63 and 64, finding out who my biologicals were, finding siblings that I never knew I had. So he had to show me this is the season you're in. It's a a season of accomplishment and discovery. So if you get before God, he'll explain your season. He'll explain what's going on in it. And he'll help you navigate through it to realize where you're at. I was talking yesterday with, again, to the prayer team. And and actually, this conversation started the day before um, in another setting. But it's like we've got to understand who we are, 
whose we are and from what position we're operating in. And the various seasons of your life will demonstrate these different things. It will make certain things in your life clearer. So like I said, I'm in my 60s, but this seems to be my decade and my season of accomplishment and discovery. I didn't choose this season. Season God did. What I'm very grateful about is that he has given me the strength and the stamina in this season. So it didn't matter that I'm in my 60s and accomplishing and finding out all of these things. It doesn't matter that I'll be 66 this year and I'm stepping out on my own outside of a, um, a structured environment of a job to, to realize my passion, purpose, and dream. That doesn't matter. What matters is, is that I'm in the flow of God. I'm in his timing. That's what matters for you, to be in his flow and in his timing. And again, if you're, if you're hearing this, and this is a difficult season for you, this is a season of feeling of loss, this is a season of feeling of pain and hurt, I, I say this with all humility, humility and love, this too will pass. I, I'm not, please, please hear my heart. I'm so not making light of what you're feeling. And I'm not telling you suck it up and move on. That is not what I'm saying. There needs to be a season of, of mourning and of grief, um, but you're not allowed to stay there. You're not allowed to die because someone else did, because you're still here. And you're still here because there's still great purpose for you. There's still a great work for you. And if you will allow God to orchestrate your life, even in this season of loss, you will find yourself in a place of giving. You'll find yourself in a place of strength. You'll find yourself in a place of love. You'll find yourself in a place of discovery because you'll discover who you are separate and apart from that person. You'll discover the purpose that you hold to help someone else walk through their time and their season of loss. You'll discover that there's such a great wisdom and a sense of empathy that you'll come out of this season with that will be such an immense blessing to someone else that's walking through it that you'll say, Okay, it's not for naught. Doesn't mean you wanted it to happen. Doesn't mean you're like cheering and dancing and hallelujah that it happened. But what it means is that you will find yourself in a place that it has meaning. Because sometimes we're in a place where whatever's going on just has no meaning. I don't understand why. One thing about hindsight in 2020 perfect vision. When you've come through it and you're on the other side of it, you can look back at it. And that's when you have your aha moments. Oh, okay, Lord. I see. I understand. And it's in those moments that you're able to lift back and pull somebody else up and out and ahead. So I'm I'm just wanting to encourage you not not to get lost 
in your season of transition, but embrace it. Allow God to strengthen you and allow him to be your strategist. Make sure you're sitting before his feet, okay? I'm here. I may not want to be here, Lord. I may not, I I don't like the season. Some of the seasons you're going to love. I'm loving my season right now. I'm fully embracing it and I'm enjoying it. But there are seasons, again, I, I never want to forget that there are some of you that are walking through some tough times. Lord, I may not want to be here right now, but I need you to embrace me in the midst of me walking through this so that you can help me through so that I can lean on you. you. Heck, you might even have to carry me through, Lord, because I just don't even have the strength to do it. I don't have the strength to get up. I don't even have the strength to pray. All I can do is cry. All I can do is moan. All I can do is say, help, Lord. And you must know that you know that you know within the deepest, darkest place of your being, he will do just that. He will embrace you. He will carry you. He will allow and help you transition into a better place in him, a stronger place in him, even a more secure place in him. Because we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And with every new season we walk through, we get a new testimony. Um, Cindy Trim has, has a hashtag that she's circulating right now on Twitter, and it says, you will testify. She just, she keeps, she's such an encourager, but she keeps encouraging us. And at the end, it's you, hashtag, you will testify. And when I respond to her, my response is, hashtag, I will testify. Hashtag, I will testify. Because I know, I know in whom I believe. And I have walked through so many different seasons and stages and situations that he has never left me in. Some of my choosing, some of my not choosing, some of my um, bad decisions, some of other people's bad decisions. But through it all, through it all, the one constant is he has shown himself mighty. Every single time. Every single time. So, what you got, sis? Wow, you kind of really covered the board. There's nothing to be repeated. Everything you're saying is truly, you know, some of us have, we're entering our season. Because you've been on the back burner for so long, now it's time. And some of you that's already been out there, you may be taking a scene like you're going back on a shelf, but it's not that. It's just a different transition and different season. I couldn't, like you're saying with your friend, 25 years of marriage, people don't realize that that is a death. That's a death because you've been with that yeah. person so long. Everything that person does, everything the person says is embedded within you. Before you know mm-hmm. it, you're almost like that person. So our prayers go out even more. Because guess what? People are changing now. People, they're doing things and they're getting caught up when you don't even necessarily think how. But don't ask yourself how or why. Because it's so easy that you can be there yourself. Yeah. You just give God the praise. And you thank him that you're not in that circumstance or that situation. Yep. You thank God every day. That's why you pray over your marriage. That's why you pray 
I didn't get it before you guys. I was just like, you got to pray for yourself. You don't pray. God. Okay, God ain't going to hear him. Now I realize, Father, in the name of Jesus, okay, I'm going to do it because it's my season to do that. And I didn't understand it at first when I got married because getting married was a different transition for me, and I wasn't ready. We start talking today about some things when we first got married to happen, and finally I had to go, hold up, stop, wait. Why are we talking about this? Because the decisions I made, I realized I was wrong. But I can't take that back, and I can't change it. But to keep talking about it ain't doing us any good either. My, I had to say that to my daughter today. What can you do to move on? What can you do about today? It's not about you hurt my feelings. Okay, get move on. Okay, I know. Mom, you just seem like you don't care. That's not the truth. I just realized now, again, just like what your friend said, it hurts. But I just had to realize that I have to deal with it because it is what it is. But I'm not going to sit the rest of my life in doom and gloom or grieving when I shouldn't be, when God is still blessing me with another moment and another life. So for whatever reason it is, 25 years, we look at it. I remember my husband said, how can people be married that long and all of a sudden they decide they don't want it anymore? There's a lot of different reasons why we do it, I told him. But I don't want to be the one to know. I'm just now starting to try to figure marriage out. Mm. So I understand and I get it. And it's an everyday journey. Please believe me. Sickness and health, richer and poor, I've been tested on all those. And it's not easy. It's not easy. Because you can't run out and you can't leave. You got somebody that you have to help along the way because when you were down, they were there for you. So I love you guys, and I hope you're encouraged by this word and this message today. I hope you know that you're not alone and you're not the only ones that are going through something. Trust me, you're not. Nobody wants to go through it. It doesn't matter how spiritual you are, how godly you are, how whatever. I can be before God right now, and things still happen. The rain falls on the just as well as the unjust. It does. You don't think that people with money have problems? They do. And it does not matter. We thank God for where we are today. We thank God that we're still living and existing and breathing on our own today. It may be some struggles and some hurt and some pain. It's hard. I know it is. But now I get when it says, can you praise God even through your opposition? Because you'll realize when you can praise God even through your opposition, it's still good. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, I woke up feeling good. I had a dream that threw me completely off my path. And then I start, my spirit began to shift and change, and I had to realize, whoa, hold up. No, Lord, I'm not going there. You've been too good to me, Lord. Regardless of what this dream means, if it's a meaning, send it to me. If it's not, then let it rest. Let, let it go. Because I don't have time to waste my day dwelling on what, what it's supposed to be, if it was, if it should have, could have been, if it would have, would have, could have been, or any of that anymore. I just want to concentrate on God's goodness and every day, his mercy, his grace, his love. Amen. I'm done with that. Amen. Well, it's down to time to um, pray over the people. I cannot believe it. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I just want to thank you so much for such an awesome day. It doesn't matter if it's rain or shine, some days or storms. 
Man, one day it was beautiful sun, and then the next day it was storm clouds and rain. You just letting us know that's how life is. But we thank you and we love you for your word. We thank you and we love you for your grace and your mercy that endures forever. We thank you for your word when you say you'll never leave nor forsake us. Some of us are going through divorce after a long time. Some of us lost a lot of loved ones. Some of us are going through some storms as we speak. And some of us may not. But we thank you, Lord, for every situation that's going on around us, through us, for us, by us, and allow us to be the ones, Father God, to be your standing block, to be able to encourage, to love, and to endure with others. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for everything that you are in our lives and continue to be in our lives, in our hearts, in our minds, in our souls. And please don't take your Holy Spirit from us. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Be encouraged, everybody. We love you so much. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And we're believing, God, that you will have a phenomenal week um, going forth that, that, again, no matter what season of life you find yourself in right now, that in the midst of it all, you will embrace God. Embrace God. My, my first book was called Embrace God's Love. And I'm, I, I am so, so serious about the meaning behind it. It was Embrace God's Love, A Journey Through the Wilderness. As you walk through the different stages of your life, maybe some of you are in the wilderness right now, but the key to getting through it, the key to coming out victorious is embracing the love of God. And when you do that, when you do that, then you'll be ready to transition to the next phase. For such a time as this, this is the thing that has been just ringing over and over and over in my spirit for the past couple of weeks, ever since we were in Purim in the, the celebration of Esther. For such a time as this, I'm here for such a time as this, God Place me in this appointed time, in this appointed situation for such a time as this. And so I want to encourage all of you, seize the day. Seize the day. Seize the moment. And in the midst of it all, press into God. He is your blessed help. All right. I love you guys so much. Have an awesome day. We love you. Awesome night and an awesome week. And if Lord says the same, we will get with you next week. Same God time, same God channel. Same God channel. We love you guys. I love you, sister. Have a great one. Let's keep it.